And a huge, massive, but spooky Halloween thank you to bigpipe.co.nz. Thank you. Oh, that was me giving a scary thing. (laughs) What did you just, can you repeat this out? It's like, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That was not scary. That was was me jumping out of a spooky coffin to thank spooky Big Pipe. (laughs) Hello, I'm back from the dead to tell you plans start from just $69 (laughs) per month. (laughs) Hey, thanks, Big Pipe. Your plans start from $69, which is great. You can stream that video of that car driving over that hill and that woman jumping up and being like, ah, over and over again. You're the bomb. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Hello and welcome to, oh, that was a uh, very hard-hitting end, but hello and welcome to The Male Gaze. That's the podcast you're listening to. Uh, Do we ever say our names? I'm Chris. I'm Eli. Oh, God, and guys. we are The Male Gaze. We are The Male Gaze. There's two of us. You might be a new listener, you know, you never know. Well, welcome. And thanks for taking a chance on two little little puffs from NZ. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm sorry. Take a chance on me. I've been listening to so much ABBA recently like all the time oh you actually screenshotted it the other day it was on my Spotify recently played it's my favourite feature of Spotify is that you can listen to what other people are listening to and sometimes like literally if you if you tune in with my Spotify you're just going to be listening to disco hits that's it I saw a friend of mine gay man the other day was listening to a playlist called Empowered Woman (laughs) and I was so so inspired by it they've got great like pride playlists as well playlists Um, they have a Mardi Gras one that I love I put it on while I'm playing Crash Bandicoot perfect Mm, what a Crash Bandicoot Oh, I'm done. I'm going <laughs> to quit this podcast right now after that one. Oh, okay, well, I'll take it from here. Uh, welcome to <laughs> a Halloween episode. Hello, Queen. <laughs> Hello, Queens. Hello, uh, Queens. It's the Halloween special of the male gaze. The male gaze. Uh, oh, I don't know who I was being right then. Mm, I can't. <laughs> no, no, it was no one of the Halloween universe. I like that there's yeah. like a Marvel universe and a Halloween universe. Oh, they should do it. Maybe. Oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't be. You know what? I hate connected movie universes, and I reckon they should all rot in hell. And producer Tim's giving me a weird look right now. Uh, and uh, he uh, well, he can s- deal with it. Because yeah. I don't like I them. don't mind it, but I, I've never watched the previous film. Like, I've never... I watched Blade Runner this weekend, and I was just like, the whole movie, it was just talking to Michael being like... Um, what what's going on? Like, who's what's? I like constantly needed like context because I just had no idea. I didn't watch the first one. If you're gonna go see Blade Runner, I really do encourage watching the first one. Yeah, I watched the first one like uh, six years ago in a film noir class, uh, oh, which is a class heaven. you take at university if you don't want a job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and I could barely remember. I was trying. I've got to ha- a doctorate in film noir. Mm. <laughs> That's so helpful for nothing. Uh, Is there a doctor a... in the house? I'm kind of. There's <laughs> <laughs> a doctor in film noir. Um, do you need anyone to narrate to camera? 
<laughs> anyone to smoke uh, sexily? Uh, I saw it with my boyfriend as well, and he hadn't seen the first one. And then I tried to explain it, but I really couldn't remember. I was like, they're sort of like cops. <laughs> they are, but it's a bit like RoboCop. Yeah, they are the, the cops to try and kill the robots. Anyway, yeah. um, hot film. I hot Ryan Gosling, hot or not? Hot, but um, uh, funny little eyes. I think he's like toast, like kind of the idea of him is fantastic. And on the outside, he's brilliant. But then he's just like plain old bread on the inside. Like, I just, mm. I don't rate him, eh? You know what? I was most, att- I don't know what it says about me, but I was most attracted to him in Half Nelson. I don't know if you saw this, but it's a movie where he plays a heroin addicted school teacher. <laughs> Ooh, love that heroin chic. Oh, I love that, like, skinny heroin chic. That's the thing, he's like teaching, he's like all skinny and tired and he's sweating through his work clothes and he just looks like Yeah, I love him. a bit of sweat. He's like, Zach Efron, when he's sweating in his films, I'm always like, yeah, bitch, you're looking good. Oh, and can we also say from the male gaze, a big happy birthday to Zach Efron. 30, 30, 30 flirty and thriving this week. Oh my God. Flirty 30, am I right? Yeah. Zach is going to be flirting up LA. He is going to be flirting up LA. Here's the thing. He's 30 now. How many public relationships has he had? Vanessa uh, Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. And then Michelle Rodriguez as well. And then all his hidden gay boyfriends. I don't know. I w- I've had some people <laughs> DM me on Twitter, some information, which I can't make yeah. public, but... I've had conversations with people as well. I've been like, he's totally gay. Also, I reckon, we were talking this with my boyfriend, we totally reckon Justin Bieber's 100% gay now. Yeah. Like, isn't the rumor that his, he's dating his pastor? Yeah, that's the rumor. and Because his like, pastor is hot. His pastor is so hot. hot. And there's just like hundreds and hundreds of... And like, hey, I'm all for hetero mans just like putting the arm around each other. I'm just like, all good. It's like, break down Love that it. like fragile masculinity. But I'm like, those guys are just so chummy. And that just doesn't seem like the kind of guys that would just like put an arm around each other. I'm like, I hope they're kissing. I it would really be f- as well. so good if they were kissing. What do you think about Bieber's full torso tattoo? Two out of ten. How yeah, I hate you? it. Yeah, you can't. It's like, you, bro, you can't see your abs anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, it's ruined the goodies. It's like he's put a big curtain over the the view. It's like so bad. And I hate that the tattoos are not. They're not color. They're like. But they're all like shaded in, so it just looks like yeah. this dark, spooky castle-y. It looks like a drawing by a goth in charcoal. Okay, this is the last celebrity that I'm going to talk about who's like kind of hot <laughs> <laughs> ever or today. My um, my James Franco position has turned again. What? Um, I think no. you, if big fans of the podcast, you remember that I thought he looked like a guy who smelled like cheese. But I think he is kind of hot again. No, I was no, watching no, him no. on The Juice. He does. He plays like twins. He's like two of them on the, this like new HBO show that's made by the people from The Wire, and he's smoking in it. He's so hot. Oh, I know. I, I don't want to think that when he's like gay baiting, I find him less attractive than when he's just being like like a straight kind of dude. I'm like, he's kind of more hot that way, which is, I don't know, something very weird for me to analyze inside myself. It is weird. Also, because I feel the same way, but then also when Dave Franco gay baits me by playing a gay role in uh, Bad Neighbors, I'm like, yeah, yeah, bring it on. Keep it going. Oh, I love that. I, lo- I mean, But I'd rate Dave Franco over James Franco he's any cutie. day of the week. Yeah, he's a real cutie patootie. Hey, what's the fact of the gay, like? 
So, I tried to Google this because I'd We've lost... We've just done uh, our celebrity whorebinge, so now we can move on to something a bit better. There's <laughs> <laughs> some helpful information, but this is a little bit of a sealed section effect as well. And then I Ooh. lost it, and then I tried to find it again by Googling uh, how many gay men had anal on last hookup. <laughs> and the new 20. search on Google. How many 25. gay men? Uh, <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Turns out, anal sex isn't as popular among gay men as we thought. What? They, yeah, man. They did a uh, survey. I'm just going to try and find out what university. The George Mason University, my favorite university. Uh, George did, Mason University. Isn't he that Kiwi that's on Home and Away? Yeah, that is a guy who went to my drama school and then went on to Home and Away. That's so buzzy. Well, he's also got <laughs> his own university, apparently. And they did well, a he's study. a smart cookie. Yeah. Uh, they they uh, did an online survey with 25,000 gay and bisexual men ages 18 to 60 across the United States, the largest study of its kind, and it showed that uh, at any given age, any age, not any particular age, only about 35% of guys or less had had anal on their last sexual encounter. Wow. Bit of a sealed section fact, this one. Well, when I was doing like one-off hookups, I like never really... Did anal? <laughs> no, neither. It's it's quite an intense thing to do with a stranger. Yeah, like no, no shame to anyone who does that at all. Like, and definitely, maybe like I would think about it. Like, if oh no, I'm happily in a relationship, but like you know, it's not it's not something that I would not not do. Um, but when I was in that position, and I was like kind of starting out, and I was sort of finding my feet um, in my sexuality, I was like, oh, I don't really want to trust that with someone I don't know. Exactly, and also like I, uh, there's just something weird about if that's the only time you ever meet them. I'm like, oh god, oh, what if something yes. goes wrong? I used to be very conscious about things going wrong. Uh, yes, 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 yes. I mean, mm. a lot of shit comes out of your ass. <laughs> You shit from the day you're born till the day you die. And, and if you even then, sometimes after there, you're dead. It's going to get messy like one of 20 times. You reckon one in 20? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Should I Google that stats? How many... That's the, how many times do you shoot yourself having anal sex? I'm going to Google that. That'll be next week's fact of the game. <laughs> this is like full, real, like real chat right now. Eh? I love it. It's very real. I, Ah, uh, but I, look, let's just break down these barriers. People need to hear about this stuff. Well, the thing my is, mother. power to anyone who uh, <laughs> is your mother. If she's listening, I um, uh, hope you're informed by that. Uh, and also to anyone who's listening, just imp- imp- all power to you. Whatever uh, sex acts you choose to do with another consenting adult, because yeah. uh, anal, it's not it's not the anal way or the highway. It's the <laughs> It's the anal way or the oral way or well, the that, just hands way. That or is the, a bumble bumper sticker I've ever I heard today. Anal way or the highway. <laughs> but I also was reading a thing about like this idea of being a do- uh, like being a top or a bottom, and that you don't necessarily need to have like a dick to top, um, and yes, that like I've there's other this. ways that you can be a top or you can be doming. That doesn't mean just like penetrating someone. Um, and there's another way. There's other ways that you can be bottoming or like subbing or whatever. Um, that you don't. Need, it doesn't need to be in the ass. Like there's lots of different like ways in which that um, shifts depending on your preferences um, the way you're built the way you're born all that kind of stuff 
You can top someone by like passively, aggressively tidying their kitchen mess beside them. <laughs> I'm going to top the shit out of this laundry this week. <laughs> <laughs> and you can bottom someone by uh, yeah, not doing your laundry when it's uh, <laughs> by leaving your laundry in the in the in the in the washing machine uh, and making them put it in the dryer for you. It's so interesting that thing of like bottoming being like a submissive act, right? Like totally feel like. Um, it is like I've got like all the power <laughs> when Absolutely. I'm bottoming. I'm just like I I get to define the pace right now, and I get to choose like how this all works because I'm doing the work right now. <laughs> and also, it's like at any, at any moment you could be like, stop. Yes, collaborate. The power and is listen. yours. Yeah, bottoming. The power, the is, power yours. is yours. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a bumper sticker. Bottoming, colon, the power is yours. And yes, colon <laughs> was a pun in that instance. <laughs> was that an accidental pun? <laughs> uh, I will leave that to the mm. uh, perception of the listener. It was. Well, that, there's a Twitter poll <laughs> in there I can hear. Hey, are you ready for this week's Queen I of the Week? I can hear a Twitter poll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am. I'm always ready for the Queen of the Week. Bring it. Well, lay it on me. Roll out the red carpet because there's a bunch of queens this week. It's this dun, week's dun, dun. Queens of the Weeks. Oh my week. gosh. Whoa. Um, this week's Queen of the Week goes to the entire town of Paikokariki. Uh, oh my gosh. Which they I can't had, throw my support behind this. I don't know uh, who these people are. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've just had their very first Pride Festival. Um, wow. And it was like the, they they were attempting to make it the smallest, the shortest pride parade, which is a ten meter long pride parade, which is a <laughs> very funny thing to pride yourself on. Like our pride parade is the shortest one <laughs> in but the, the world. <laughs> but anything that puts you on the map, Paikokariki. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's not a very big place, Paikokariki. How many? Where is Paikokariki? Um, it's like Kapiti Way, isn't it? Like it's sort of out of Wellington. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I love it up there. I went to uh, Kapiti Coast for the first time uh, this year, and look, what, an, oh, what a beautiful gem of the New Zealand countryside. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, so they walk down the main strip, and it's sort of by the beach. It's where, um, for those thespians amongst us, um, where Into the Golden Weather set. And. Oh, wow. uh, Parade organiser Danielle Byrne said that participants did not have to be queer, just to support and celebrate. It has floats and music, and it's going to be at the Paikokariki School. It's going to end up there. It's already happened, um, so you can't go. Uh, but you could go next year. And they had a couple of dancers last year, uh, like sort of like rainbow-themed dancers, and they're like, let's just like build on this and have a parade. Beautiful. And um, it's to sort of raise awareness uh, for the LGBT uh, and queer community in Paikokariki and have um, and they held it in honour of Wellingtonian Virginia Burns who organised events for the LGBT community more than a decade ago but she died from breast cancer in June at the age of 39 uh, but her vision was to have an inclusive unified queer community so they sort of did it in her honour and um, for those of, and they said for those who opposed the likes of this Pride Festival, they had a simple message for them, which was get with the program. Human rights are for everyone. Yes, I love so that. So I think that's so amazing. I mean, I've spent this kind of year on the road going to like smaller towns and cities around New Zealand. And like one thing I've been, it's been burning on my mind is like, where do all the gays, where do all the queers go? Um, yeah. And I'm just like, I think it's so like, 
it's important for something like Auckland and Wellington to have these parades and these festivals to, you know, raise awareness on a global level. But I think on a national level, it's like important for us to remember that um, our people exist like all across the country and not just in Auckland and that, you know, we should be spreading the love even into like rural communities. That's wonderful. Also, I feel like that must be such a, if you are in that parade, what a privilege to be in the shortest parade. Like, you must <laughs> feel good. Because, like, if you're in the Auckland Pride Parade, you're like, did you spot me? I was in between the Westpac um, float with 200 Westpac employees <laughs> yeah. on it and the ANZ float with 300 ANZ employees on it. Yeah. I know. It's so bummed how, like, all the... Um the Auckland Pride Parade was like so commercial like it was just like bank after bank after bank and it was like yeah great that you're showing your support but you do kind of miss that sort of sense of protest or like empowerment or like just kind of seeing the sort of beauty and diversity of the community through like absolutely the kind of hordes of banks that were there um I imagine the Pai Kokoriki uh LGBT Pride Parade would have been fucking hot as. I would have loved to have been there. Yeah, that'd be sick. I'd love. Maybe to next year, Eli. We should. We should record a podcast from the side of their parade. Oh my god, love it! It's a deal. Hey, this week we're talking Halloween. Uh, it's coming up. It like a, a week or something. Yeah, a week from the day that we're recording this. Who knows when it'll be released? Who knows when this podcast will be released? It might just Spooky. jump out from behind you in the middle of the night. Oh, was that a podcast or a murderer or both? No one has ever been frightened by a podcast, I feel. Here's the thing, though. If you listen to this episode of The Male Gaze, guess what? You're going to get a phone call straight afterwards. And someone's going to be like, seven days. And then in seven days, you will have to come out of the closet, no matter what your orientation <laughs> is right now. That's so great. I always reckon there's like more room for gay horror movies. Oh, yes. Yeah. I reckon like um, like a grinder themed horror movie would be really fantastic. Can you pitch the whole movie in the title for me, please? Uh. Oh my god! I think you just have to call it Grinder, right? Yeah, absolutely. And with like that, but then the face that like Grinder mask, that weird orange mask, has like got like devil horns. Maybe two cogs could come from the side of the screen in the titles, and then grind that face into blood. Love <laughs> it. <laughs> um, I, I oh, and Eli, you went to cruise this um last since our last record, the gay bar that I totally. Oh, my gosh. oh did we did we talk about this last week? It's all blurring. We, no, we've never talked about uh, our trip to cruise because I came with you. Uh, you, the cast of your show, Husband and Horse, my boyfriend, yes. uh, the stage manager of Husband and Horse, we all went to cruise. And look, I, I hope no one who, who works there listens to this podcast because we had a terrible time at your bar. So bad. So I really <laughs> do think you could see a horror film in a kind of abandoned gay club. Really bad gay club with like four other gay men there. Because that, yeah. that would be the, the tragedy would be like, you go to the gay bar in Christchurch, there's only four actual other gay people there. And then one of them turns out to be a fucking murderer. Or it's like there's a, an apocalypse, but it's like a straight hetero apocalypse. And it's like we're trying to like kill all these like douchebags who have like flown over from the casino. And we're like, oh my God, the heteros are taking over this club. And then like one of us gets bitten by a hetero, Norman, a hetero person. And then we start turning straight. <gasps> turning straight. <laughs> have it's you like, ever I seen... don't want to do it. 
Have you ever seen this movie? There's a movie which is like a Midsummer Night's Dream parable where a <laughs> high school student is in the production of Midsummer Night's Dream and he's gay and he's getting bullied for it. And then he, oh. <laughs> after he re- like, like is rehearsing the play, he makes a potion that can turn, that, the love potion from the play and uses it to turn the whole town gay. God, it's... No. What it is, is this film? It's called All the World's Mine or something like that. It's a musical. That- They're like, all the world's mine. Everyone's just an It's like a very slutty gay high school production of Masonite's Dream. Um, I've always said there's something interesting in that. Yeah, what I if you like? That sounds terrible. It was. <laughs> it's truly. It's not good. Uh, it sounds like garbage. Yeah. Hey, what are you going to go as Halloween for Halloween this year, Eli? Okay, I'm going to do my sluttiest costume ever. Great. <laughs> It's a three-stage costume based on a celebrity who I have now realized is, I reckon, the sexiest man of all time, maybe. This Halloween, I I will be going in all three stages of Robbie Williams in the Rock DJ music video. (gasps) Oh, that's a great performative costume. I can't wait for it. I've I've watched the music video most days recently, and it is crazy hot and I definitely in retrospect I've looked back this is like highly surely one of the things that turned me gay if things turn you gay I just remember being like obsessed with this video are you into flesh uh no because I was obsessed with it before I'd even seen the second you don't remember on TV in New Zealand I don't know if this is the same in other countries they used to cut it off before it got to the muscle part so you basically he got onto the undies and then and they'd cut it off there so talk me through three stages of the costume so, start of the evening, I'm getting some uh, tattoos printed of yeah. uh, all his tattoos. He's got the Māori one on one of his arms, and then he's got a lion on the other arm. Uh, and, and he's Wait, you're getting a... the tattoos printed? You can get you can screen print, um, like, temporary tattoos. Oh, my God, that's so good. How good is that? And, so, and then I've got a white singlet tucked into some black pants and some boots, right? And then yeah. second stage, which I reckon I'll just be in for when the song plays, is strips down to the black underwear with the tiger printed on the crotch, which, Perfect. by the way, Robbie Williams still wears to this day, and he gets them out sometimes in his, co- in his concerts. Wow. He must have multiple pairs. Yeah. Then after the song is done, I will be wearing a muscle morph suit. Great, great and I'm not going to do the skeleton because there'll be other skeletons there and I think the muscle morph suit is very how crazy is the bit where he gra- have you seen the video recently he grabs not his recently. butt cheeks rips them off and chucks them out and it is and also just he if you don't remember the video it's him just sexy dancing in the middle of all these girls who are roller skating and ignoring him and then he strips and that doesn't get their attention so what then he strips a hero <laughs> he is so sexy in this video I it's Honestly, he doesn't. He, did, he doesn't do it for me, to be honest. No, Chris, you've got to watch this video again. Maybe when he's doing swing, when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> when what, that Nicole Kidman Jewish. A foggy day. Yeah. Oh my god. Then I Look. go and spoil it all by saying something stupid like I do love he, you. Do you reckon him and Nicole hooked up during that record? I hope so. I don't think Nicole would have let that so. happen. I don't think she Nicole has had that much. many like one-off affairs. Nah. Okay, this is my Halloween costume. Can't wait. I'm going to go as a werewolf. <laughs> yes. Love so, it. a werewolf, but like with like a crop top um, shirt on and then like hot pants and then like a full like kind of werewolf head, but then like a septum piercing. <gasps> Sick. 
And maybe I should like glitter my werewolf eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Could you put um, stick on stones around your belly button? <laughs> I'd absolutely. Um, I'm just gonna like kind of glitter it up. I just want to be coming. I want to be like spooky, but I also want to be quite gay. <gasps> I might get fangs. I'm like totally into like sticking stuff on this year. Like actually, kind of going hard out with a costume. Yeah, I love that. That sounds great. What do you reckon? Every is your other best- year for Halloween, I've just kind of phoned it in, but kind of pulled it off. I've done a lot of half-assed Halloween. A lot of like literally trawling through everything that I have. I found that like, very fuck. Yeah, funny picture in my family photos of like I had never seen Harry Potter, but I like kind of went as Harry Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter would be an amazing <laughs> costume that you can't do because you're white. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I did like two lightning bolt. T- I had like lightning bolt tattoos, which I put on my cheeks and not on my head and I had two um, lightning bolt tattoos on my cheeks and then like the Mickey Mouse Fantasia hat like on my head and then like a cape <laughs> it was like off brand Harry Potter it was so cooked but um, and you, you don't even like Harry Potter you I like know, Harry I, Potter the least of any people our age that I know I was trying to socially conform and I've learned not to do that okay um, that's beautiful but last uh, like two Halloweens ago I went I had and I'd recently dyed my hair blonde and it was quite long. Um, and yeah. I had a really easy costume, which was Elaine Stretch from Live at Liberty, where she, it's like Elaine's like kind of grey white hair and then just wore pantyhose and a long white shirt. And it was so easy and so great. I love it. Uh, yeah, it was like one of the easiest costumes I've ever put together. Beautiful. Um, what is your like pet peeve when it comes to Halloween? I hate so there's a very big culture in New Zealand. If you're not from New Zealand, you won't know about this, but if you're from New Zealand, I'm sure you'll be very familiar, which is people like uh just get angry at you for celebrating it. They're like yeah. that's an American holiday. You're in New Zealand. So get with the program and celebrate the holidays that we celebrate, which is Christmas like, and nothing else. And Waitangi Day. <laughs> and we don't really celebrate Waitangi Day. <laughs> we just we just sort of like skirt around it's the Christmas fact that it's happening. and one love. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas and the anniversary of the day that Dave Dobbin Loyal was released. And <laughs> and the World Cup rugby final every when four we, years. And when we run America's Cup, which is now New Zealand's Cup and will always be New Zealand's Cup. Did you read that article this weekend about how the All Blacks apparently lost because of a curse from Jacinda Ardern, our incredible new Prime Minister, becoming so Prime Minister? Bogus. It's so, so bogus. Rugby sucks. I want to put it out there as the Melke's official official opinion. Mate, I will stand by that. I fucking hate rugby so much. It's just like the worst part of New Zealand culture. Like it's responsible for so much. Like in, influx of uh, increases in domestic violence. Like dudes getting brain injuries. Like an aggressive yeah. masculine culture. Like it's just. It's just get rid of it. We should just cut it out. <laughs> Absolutely stop it. I was I watched some AFL the other day, uh, Aussie Rules football. And oh yeah. <laughs> what I will say in the in support of that sport, they wear gay ass yes. outfits. They, they wear like so tight hot. shorts, tight yeah. little cut off the sleeves, cut off shirts, tight little singlets. It's hot. Yeah. Do you know what? I was today. I was like, I'm in Tauranga doing the Hudson Halls again, and I was like, I kind of need some new underwear. And went into the farmers and was just like, maybe I'll buy the jockey underwear because 
of the All Blacks. Like, it was yeah. literally the only reason why I was going to buy it. And then I was tossing up between the All Blacks and Bonds with the Warriors. And I just like, couldn't make my mind up. So I just walked out not buying anything. But I was like, man, that <laughs> And I've actually... been Commando ever since that day. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the way I'm going to be now. <laughs> Beautiful. Did you have those? So the first jockey ones that came out with Dan Carter were the ones that were like navy blue with white stripes? Did you have? I had yes. those ones. And I felt like oh. a real man when I wore them. Oh, yeah. He was so hot. He's so, so, so hot. Um, what's your favorite Halloween movie, Eli? Back onto Halloween. Oh, I watched The Ring the other day. It's not that, but I did like it. Yeah. Oof. I mean, Hocus Pocus, we've talked about too much. The Witches. Roll Dow's The Witches. Oh, Why would I ever consider anything else? Yeah. Angelica Houston. I have so much time for her. In fact, she's she the queen could of my almost life. be the queen of my, the queen of my week. Um, yeah. My personal week. Um, she always picks the she picks very landmark roles for queer people when you think about it. Like The Witches is like an iconic film for young gays, yeah. and then she's in Transparent as well. She's um, and she was also in Smash, uh, which she's is also Smash, the gayest uh, show of all time. <laughs> so she's kind of just ticked like that's almost the trifecta. Almost. Do you ever look at old photos of her from when? Because I think she started as a model and then crossed over to I acting, know. and she it was how beautiful. old is she? She like infinite age. She's like, she will she never die. Age. She will never die. She is. She will be the last woman on earth. She was. I will say this. She saw Roman Polanski with the girl that he, you know, is convicted uh, yeah. of. It, it, she was in the house. It was her and and Jack Nicholson's house. And she saw him straight afterwards or straight before. So it very. So apart from that one thing, <laughs> she's cool. Yeah, that's. That, apart from that, she's totally cool. Apart from that I'm going to do some more research on it's... Angelica Houston, actually. My oh. hairdresser used to look like her. And when we when I used to get my haircuts at the salon, it was called The Salon, uh, that was, which is a terrible name for a hairdressing place. Don't call it The Salon because every salon is The Salon. Um, yeah, if you Google but, The Salon, it won't come up first probably, I don't reckon. I thought um, my hairdresser was just fabulous. Her name was Juliet. And... Mm. I was just like, you are amazing. Like, actually, maybe the first woman I had, like, a gay crush on. Like, you know, like, I've always mm. idolized, a, like, older woman. Yeah. Um, they've been like, I'm obsessed with you. And she was, like, maybe the first woman I was ever obsessed with. She gave me my very first bowl cut. And she looked just <laughs> like Angelica moment. Houston. God, I'm just really going back there. The design of that place was amazing. And, oh, my God, had the very first, like, gay man I ever encountered in Christchurch. His really? name was Gary. He was Juliet's assistant. Like, of course she had a gay assistant. And he was, mum used to, I was like, I was like, mum, what's the deal with Gary? Like when I was growing up, not quite knowing anything about sexuality. And she was like, yeah. he's just a real bitch. <laughs> <laughs> was he? Or was he Yeah, fun? he liked to gossip. Oh, uh, cool. I couldn't tell you what he looks like now though. Like it's been... Honestly, 20 years since I've been there. I, I used should to, go back. I used to get great haircuts from a man called Jake who worked at uh, Rodney Wayne uh, oh, and yeah. Mall for years, who I pro- like probably had a crush on and was denying because I would specifically ask for him. And he would do good cuts. But yeah. also, I think I was secretly hoping that one day he'd be like, you gay? <laughs> and I'd be like... Maybe, and then start crying, and then we'd have that chat, and he'd help me through it because he seems so confident. Why do you reckon Halloween's so gay? 
because uh, a lot of like witches, vampires, most of them are gay, right? They're all like, ah, they right. This goes back to that episode we did a while ago about like villains. Yeah. Um, and it's like I was like, Dracula is so campy. Like he's one of the campy, and like even if you think about the Count Dracula from Sesame Street, he's pretty campy. Very camp. Maybe it's I like about watch... a guy in a cape, like guys wearing capes, kind of campy, you know? Yeah, and with pale skin, like slicked back hair and big collars. Ooh. Mm. Huge cult. I used to watch The Witches as well and just be like, I want to dress up as her so badly. Yes. They just get the also, best costumes. Iconically, Rocky Horror Picture Show, um, another oh. completely horror campy classic. Well, it's not really Beautiful. horror, but it's like spooky, I guess. Yeah, it's kooky. It's pretty kooky. Um, and there's like go to Halloween costumes there. I would love to do Rocky Horror Picture Show one day, it'd be an all time dream. I'd love to play Brad. Dream role. Absolutely. I'd dream cast role. you as Rocky. I'm not lying. Thank you. So- that means a lot. That yeah. means an, a lot. I've been working towards this for a lot. But it'd be um, a waste of your singing abilities. Though he does have one song. Yeah, he sings a verse, doesn't he? In the one where they all uh, kind of come out and get all sexy. Is How? That cr- uh, no, he sings one where he like. Um, uh, all I can think of is Eddie's song, but he does have a song. Oh yeah. Who is? Uh, uh, what's your favorite song from the Rocky Horror? You'd be great, Frank and Furter, I reckon. I'll say it. Uh, the lead role. Whoa! You'd be I up was, for a Tony Best Actor leading role. Um, I pr- my favorite character is probably Columbia. It's like such a wacky part of that story. That whole like Meatloaf Columbia or oh, Eddie. Yeah. Sorry. Meatloaf is a phenomenon. Apparently, his like roots is in musical theater. That's amazing. And then kind of decided to make an album. And then that album became like one of the biggest like campy rock albums of all time. Um, And then he sort of transitioned into music, but he started off in theater and stuff. That's why he's so kind of theatrical. That's why he's so sweaty. He's used to giving it his all on stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's real talent. (laughs) That's real talent. The more you sweat, the more acting you're doing. What is your favorite Halloween movie, by the way? Mm, good question Probably Rocky Horror Picture Show Is why I brought it up I loved it um, Kind of got introduced to that like Iconic age of 14 I feel like most people are introduced to that movie at that age And then they're like Talk to their friends as if like they don't know about Rocky Horror Picture Show They're like yeah I've just really got into Rocky Horror Picture Show at the moment Yeah absolutely um, And I saw like a production of it in Christchurch when I was like 16 and it just like knocked me for six. I just thought it was so good and so sexy and so gay. Um, It's, and it's just, it's just kind of brilliant to be honest. The songs are very catchy. It's like hit after hit. They're like, it's like ABBA level of catchy songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I would love, and like imagine, I think it'd be so cool like being back in the day when, it first debuted and like kind of being the first ones to catch on to it and watching it being performed and stuff. I just think that would be so brilliant. Yeah. That's my Halloween wish that we could go back in time, <laughs> go back in time. Uh, but I do quite like Hocus Pocus because I had a crush on the older guy, like the cool guy. Nice. I think I had a crush on, um, on old, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker in that. Oh, come I think I was like, she's the pretty one. Uh, Bette Midler for me still just claims that movie Like it's just a movie for her basically It's absolutely um, it seems like a vehicle built around her and She's a powerhouse oh, talent 
She is a power. I've been watching like earlier clips of her performing in the 70s and holy crack, she's a firecracker. Holy crack? Holy crack. That she's cracks a good. complete <laughs> firecracker. Um, she's just like such a dynamic performer and apparently used to do lots, like all her earlier performance work were in like gay clubs in New York. Oh, cool. So oh, she's there's always kind of been for. an ally. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful stuff. And uh, from the male gaze, we hope you have a beautiful Halloween out there. Yeah. Whatever costume you wear, whatever movies you decide to watch. Uh, whether you One final question, Eli. Candy. Yes. Oh, sorry. Are you a trick or treat? Um, I like to think of myself as a treat. What, what about you? Uh, yeah, I'm always in for the treats. Yeah, I'm never nice. in for the tricks. Yeah, and the just ultimate... To... Oh, you go. No, I was just saying, the male gaze, we endorse treating. And you can get treats from bigpub.co.nz. They'll treat you to some super fast internet for the low, low price of from $69. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Woo! I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's the male game. 